killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. appreciate you doing that hopefully that way if we can learn how to agree to disagree and we can live like people when I make the hard topics I say the hard things I make the thing itch scratch so if your itch is not scratching and you scratching on the itch maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror so I'm not here for no drama I'm not here for no nothing just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Have you guys seen the news out of New York? Serious crisis with the water. Serious. You need to go look this up because TikTok won't let me post the article for some reason, but they found 
arsenic in the water up in Manhattan. No joke. They don't know where it's from. They don't know how it got there, but they found high levels, parts per million of arsenic in the drinking water. You guys prepare for that? How do you prepare for that? <laughs> a water filter from the water machine beats a Berkey people. Same filtration devices, cheaper and better. Promo code in the comments. Go get one. Get a water filter of some kind. I want to highlight a few operations and administrative items for your awareness. Uh, there will be an operational test launch of an Air Force Global Strike Command unarmed Minuteman III intercontinental ballistic missile early tomorrow morning, September 7, from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. Uh, this launch is a routine test, which was scheduled far in advance, and consistent with previous tests, this ICBM launch will validate and verify effectiveness and readiness of the system. In accordance with standard procedures, the United States has transmitted a pre-launch notification pursuant to the Hague Code of Conduct and notified the Russian government in advance pursuant to treaty obligations. The purpose of the ICBM test launch program is to demonstrate the readiness of U.S. nuclear forces and provide confidence in the security and effectiveness of the nation's nuclear deterrent. As you may recall, the last test launch was August 4th which had been delayed, so for those wondering about timing, the two launches moved closer together due to the delays from the August date sliding to the right. And again, tomorrow's launch was scheduled far in advance. Family, this is major breaking news. Oath Keepers members include hundreds of elected officials, police, and military personnel, leaked lists suggest. So let's get deeper into this story. And so we find out that according to a list that was released by the Anti-Defamation League, we find out that what I've been saying this whole time is true about U.S. law enforcement. They have been infiltrated by white supremacist groups. And now we have the proof. And here are some excerpts from those findings. And you can even see graphs that they have that show different types of membership based on profession. But no, we can no longer pretend like U.S. law enforcement or even some parts of our military or even elected officials are trustworthy. Those days are over. And on their conscience when they claim or when they perceive that the Bible is talking about them every time, at least in the New Testament, every time it talks about Israelites and their salvation and being brought back to the land and also heads up, all those Old Testament books and prophecies and prophets, most of those things haven't happened yet. And you won't even realize that unless you realize who Israelites really are. And <clears throat> hopefully you can get some knowledge and understanding for, from them because who knows them better, better than themselves? And who can understand the Bible better than them? No one. Because for one, who was the Bible written by? Them. Who was it written for? Them. The Bible doesn't belong to all of us. It belongs to them. And who are they? They're the, they're the black people. Here, if you agree with a lot of my videos or not, or if you pay attention to them, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But I definitely want you to pay attention to this one. My daughter works late. She gets off at three in the morning in a decent sized city. We live in the middle of nowhere out in the country. 
So we're not accustomed to seeing stuff like this. But like I said, she works in a big city. She gets off at three in the morning, drives an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get home. This is the third morning in a row. I found one of these on her car in the exact same spot, back passenger door. I didn't know what it was. I just kept cutting it off. This morning when I found it, I went in there and I asked her, I said, what's the deal with the zip tie being on your back passenger handle every morning? For the past three mornings, I've cut it off. She said, Dad, I don't know what in the world you're talking about. She said, I, I didn't know there was a zip tie on there. I said, yeah, there's a zip tie. So I was talking to my brother just a few minutes ago and I told him, I said, man, three mornings in a row, I found a zip tie on, on I ain't gonna say her name, but my daughter's back passenger door handle, black zip tie. It's loose, but it's on there. And he works in law enforcement. He's been in law enforcement his whole life. And you could tell when I mentioned that, he got extremely silent. And he said, what'd you just say? And I told him, and he's like, listen, man, cut that off right now. I said, I have been cutting them off. He was like, sex traffickers and people that basically steal women, vulnerable women, put them on a car somewhere where it's not easily noticeable for them, but other people who actually do the stealing knows exactly what that means. So basically what this is, you all, is this is a tag. And this alerts anyone who's part of the organization, I'll call it, of sex trafficking or kidnappers, abductors, let them know that that person is vulnerable, they are by themselves, and they're an easy target. So if you've got teenage kids, girls that are out late at night, that are driving, check their car every morning. Look for a black zip tie or anything that stands out and immediately remove it. Looks like my daughter is a target, so she will be prepared. I promise you that. We have Candace Owens in the chat. Buckle up, Buttercup, because I'm about to show you some statistics. And this isn't about being a white liberal. This is about being someone who cares about facts and knows that any of this information is easily accessible through the Internet. This is the United States government's official website 2019 crime statistics in the united states let's look at the total number of crimes right there committed by white people 4,729,290 committed by black people 1,815,144 then let's scroll over here to the percent distribution white people were arrested and committed 69.4% of crime. Black people committed 26.6% of crime. Asian, or I'm sorry, American Indian or Alaska Native committed 2.4% of crime. And Asians committed 1.3% of crime. I'm gonna give you a quick preview of the kind of crimes that are being committed and by who. So rape, 
white people, robbery, white people, aggravated assault, white people, burglary, white people, larceny, theft, white people, motor vehicle theft, white people, arson, white people, violent crime, white people, property damage, white people, other assaults, white people, forgery, white people. I think you get my point. If you scroll through this list, which again is easily accessible by a simple fucking search of the internet, you will see all other offenses, white people. Now, let's take a look at the Federal Bureau of Prisons and the incarceration rates based on race. This is for federal prison, not state prisons. So that's a, another issue entirely that again, black people have an overrepresentation based on the crimes committed. Asian people, oh, look at that. 1.4% of inmates are Asian. That correlates with the amount of crime they commit. Black people are 38.4% of the population. Odd, that's almost a 12% higher rate than they actually commit crime. Native American, 2.5. It's a 0.1 difference between the statistical crimes they commit. White people, 57.7%. And yet, white people commit 69.4% of crimes. What? decay, we will fill them with metals, and that will kill their mind and steal their future. When their ability to learn has been affected, we will create medicine that will make them even sicker and cause other diseases for which we, can, uh, we will create even yet more medicine. We will render them docile and weak before us by our power. They will grow de depressed, slow, and obese, and when they come to us for help, we will give them more poison. We will focus their attention towards money and material goods so that they, so that they may never connect with their inner self. We will distract them with fornication, external pleasures, and games so they may never be one with the oneness of it all. Their minds will belong to us, and they will do as we say. If they refuse, we shall find ways to implement mind-altering technology into their teeth decay. It's being reported now, so y'all might need to get prepared for this. It's being reported that in October, those people who receive Social Security and SSI benefits will be receiving October and November's checks October 1st through the 3rd because there will be no checks being issued in November. I want to repeat this to y'all. There will be no checks in November. It is being reported that the checks for SSI Social Security for October, you will receive two checks. Y'all receive do, dos, dos, Two checks. Now, what does this mean? I'm still investigating it. But it sounds looking like to me, I think you know, if, if that's what happens, possibly because they know it's going to be a grid shutdown in November in order to for Biden to make the announcement in December about the digital currency. 
Somewhere in there, something's going to happen in November because if, if, if this is accurate, from what I'm reading and what I'm gathering, there will be no checks in November. Keep your eyes open, stay focused, and we're going to watch and see what happens. That we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming uh, reality. So it's really a purpose-driven uh, company. So it's really a purpose-driven company. That was the CEO of Pfizer. In 2019, they had a meeting. And you know when all this started. This guy right here is Yuval Noah Harari. He is an Israeli historian, amongst other things. He has a close relationship with the WHO and the CEO of Pfizer. Let's listen to him talk. This is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. Vince. We want to stop this epidemic. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase, is the surveillance going under our skin. We now seeing mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What, what is our medical condition? Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that say, scientists are this almost small elite, disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul. Important. Check it Most out. people have never heard this, and I am, and don't even understand what I'm trying to say. So try and follow what I'm going to tell you. There are two kinds of law on the earth, as I've said. One is called civil law, which is the law of the land, and one is called maritime admiralty, which is called the law of water. Maritime Admiralty is banking law. And the law of the Maritime Admiralty says that you, because you came out of your mother's water, are a Maritime Admiralty product. This is why the ship is sitting in its berth and is tied to the dock and the captain has to give a certificate of manifest to the port authorities because money is changing hands. 
This is why when you were born, you have to have a birth certificate. It's got to be signed by the dock, because that's where the ship is tied to, is the dock. So the dock signs your birth certificate. Why? Because you came down out of your mother's water. You came down her birth canal. You are a maritime admiralty product. And therefore, your birth certificate is signed by your mother. And where your mother signed on the birth certificate, get it, you will see, it does not say parent or mother, it says informant. Your mother was informing the bank that she has just produced another product to be bought and sold. England, the British Crown through international banking owns your physical body. And that's the law. You can think it's funny all you want. So the bottom line is, is that you are a maritime admiralty product. And on the back of the social security card will be numbers in red. On the front will be in blue or black, but on the back will be in red. The numbers on the back of a social security card in red designate your body. It is the serial number of your stock. And this is why if you're wealthy, you are, you are preferred stock. If you're poor, you are common stock, but you are a stock on the stock market. Your body is bought and sold through the use of your birth certificate. And if you can get your original birth certificate back, you would find that on the back of the birth certificate are all the banks around the world. All over the world, banks have used your birth certificate because you are a stock and a maritime admiralty banking scheme where you make money for banks so consequently the corporation and government people who want to control you they create a second you and that second you that they control that they created is all capital letters brother hunter biden wasn't the only biden family member who had connections to the chinese communist regime james biden did as well in my and Senator Johnson's September 23rd, 2020 report, we showed that Hunter Biden and James Biden and their aligned firms received approximately four and eight tenths million dollars from Hudson West Three from August 2017 to September 2018. During that same time frame, Hunter Biden's Owasco sent 20 or so wires to James Biden's Lion Hall Group. Those 20 wires totaled just about one and four tenths million dollars. This is a January 2018 bank statement from Hudson West 3. Now there's a lot going on here, so I'll just mention several items. First, we've got two examples of more wire transfers from Hudson West 3 for $165,000. The, under, the underlying wire data which Senator Johnson and I will make public this very day, shows that money went to Hunter Biden's Owasco. That money was for the August 2017 LLC agreement, which by its terms saw James Biden become a manager of Hudson West Street. That agreement sent $100,000 to Hunter Biden and $65,000 to James Biden every month. Those transactions occurred after the $5 million wire from Northern International Capital to Hudson West Street 
on August 2017. Northern International was connected to Yi Jingming, who was connected to the communist regime. Now, this is just one example of many. Accordingly, the official bank record makes clear the financial connections between and among James Biden and the communist Chinese elements. Here, you see wire transfers from Coal Harbor Capital. That company was connected to Merwin Yang, who was an associate of Yi Jingming and Gong Wen Dong. All of them are connected to the communist regime. These are the players in the game, and now we've established they appear repeatedly in bank records with high dollar transfers. These transfers aren't by accident, no way. There's clearly a scheme here. There's a plan among and between all these individuals and their respective companies, which then begs the question, has the Justice Department acquired these records? If so, what has the Justice Department done about these records? I got a secret and the government want me to keep it, but I'm not. There is a difference between legal and lawful. Those are two different things. The Constitution, that's the law. Anything else is a code or statute. And those things make things illegal, but they don't make them unlawful. And codes and statutes are for government officials only. If you want to follow those rules, you can very well consent to do that. So speeding, drunk driving, running stoplights, having drugs, having guns, none of that stuff is against the law. But it is against their codes and their statutes. So they want to try to charge you with that stuff, knowing damn well it's not against the law. But when they do charge you with that stuff and they take you to jail and they arrest you, it's called kidnapping. And that very well is against the law. We're gonna have to start making these police uphold their oaths. We're gonna have to educate ourselves because they can no longer take advantage of us. All this, listen properly, entirely, awareness. But we need to talk about Cinemex. And Cinemex is spelled S-E-N-O-M-Y-X. S-E-N-O-M-Y-X. And all of you listening can go to StopTheCrime.net, type that in our search bar, and you will find this information. It's very startling. You're going to see photographs that are going to be very, very disturbing. But more importantly, you're not going to want to eat this, okay? So we're going to talk about what this is. Um, there's a list of companies that are using human fetal cells from aborted babies as a flavor enhancement in our food supply. Pepsi was busted for doing that. Pepsi was using uh, that as a flavor enhancer in their cola. Yeah, PepsiCo is, is certainly one of them, but the list is very long, and it's important for everybody to download the flyer that we have on StopTheCrime.net so you don't consume uh, this aborted fetal tissue. What does it do? Well, it incites anger, and it literally rewires our brain as we cannibalize ourselves. The same thing, of course, which happened with mad cow disease when they were grinding up roadkill and other cattle and feeding it to the cattle. We're being fed our own species, and we must know the products that are um, 
certainly implementing this. So I'm going to just read some of this to you now. But again, I, I, I caution you when you type in the list of companies using, using fetal cells from aborted babies, which you can do. Again, the list of companies using, using fetal cells from aborted babies. You're going to see a very disturbing photograph. But uh, Cinemix uh, is listed on its website, and its part, it partners decided to ignore the letter from the Right to Life group that was um, certainly organizing against the use of humans in the food supply. And sadly, the Right for Life group uh, lost their bid to stop this during the Obama administration. Now remember, it doesn't matter who's president. Anyone could have been president at that time. We're a corporate structure. We're run by the corporation, and certainly PepsiCo is a massive corporation. So during the Obama administration, uh, and sadly, on February 28th of 2012, the President's Security and Exchange Commission ruled that PepsiCo's use of aborted fetal human tissue remains in their research and development agreement with Cinemix to um, produce flavor enhancements falls under ordinary business operations. So we're going to talk about uh, a list of products. You should not be consuming these products. Um, all soft drinks and Pepsi. All drinks Sierra Mist. All drinks Mountain Dew. All in-beer mug root beer and Pepsi. Drinks of no fear. Um, Ocean Spray. Seattle's Best Coffee. All brands of energy drinks. All brands. Aquafina Water. Double Shot. Some of the Frappuccinos. Gatorade. They go on. Tropicana. All products of Nestle, including coffee creamers, instant soups, bouillon cubes, ketchup, sauces, instant noodles, etc. Bubble gum, chiclets, clarets, dentine, um, trident. There's many other lists of gums as well. You need to, to look at this for yourself. They talk about Cadbury Adams candies, and they mention the original gummies and many other Cadbury um, candies as well. Certs and Halls cough drops. The company produces, uh, there are also companies that produce anti-wrinkle creams containing the cells of aborted babies as well, of 14 weeks gestation. And there's a list of the creams that we need to understand have the aborted fetal tissue in it as well. So I can only say, Sean, we do not have a government. We are being literally fried, cooked by these frequencies. It's like being in a microwave oven. We need to understand how they're going to do away with mass populations in the United States through resilient cities and the words um, infrastructure changes after weather weapon assaults. This is what they're doing. Again, they're deploying cameras all over. They plan them in all the states with infrared, as I said earlier, to track and monitor our movements in real time, 24 seven, 365. And I liken this to a deadly video game gone live.
try to post different things that's going on in different places in the world uh, about the sex trafficking and things that people are doing with the zip ties on the doors, the lotion on the doors, the paper towels on the doors, you know, with these controlled substances that's on there to make you weak and probably pass out and someone can grab you. Everyone needs to be aware. Ladies, pay attention to your surroundings. A lot of this stuff is going on in some of these Walmart places. A lady just posted that her husband, she had to call him to tell him that someone was following her. And they asked her, was she in the store by herself? And she told him, no, her brother was in the store somewhere. Okay, and when she was leaving, they start following her and her husband began to follow them. And outside there was a van parked next to her car where there were some men waiting to put her in the van. I mean, yeah, to put her in the van. Not only that, a couple of weeks ago in Houston, a lady was going to go to a birthday party and she put her hand on the doorknob and just dropped the paper towel and then stuck her hand on there and some kind of poisonous stuff got on her hand. She stayed in the emergency room six hours, missed her birthday party. They don't know what it was, but they just said it was some kind of poisonous stuff. You know, the flyers and stuff that be on your windshield wipers, don't touch none of that stuff. Don't even turn your windshield wipers on because once you turn those windshield wipers on, they say then it becomes chalky. And then you got to stop because you want to clean that mess off. So the person that put that on there, they're watching you. They're going to follow you. So you can't even do that. We're living in some crazy times. The people are absolutely nuts, okay? So you got to be aware of your surroundings for you and yours. It ain't safe out here. Nowhere is safe. So try to... Be aware, I'm posting stuff. When I see it, I do at it so people can see it. So pay attention to my page. If I see something that's going on in another state or even in my state where I live in Texas, I'm gonna post it. I don't give a damn what state it is. If it's gonna prevent someone getting into the sex trafficking, organ uh, harvesting or uh, selling or whatever the hell they doing with it, I'm gonna post it. We need to keep each other safe because some people ain't going to make it home. Some people will. I'm telling you, word to the wise. You're going to thank me and the people that are posting this stuff. Hello, later. Beware. of Australia. From the year 1826 to the year 1829 the British Empire violently killed the Tasmanian people completely wiping them out of existence. The land once known as Van Diemen's Land 
which is now part of Australia was invaded by the British Empire in 1824. The black Tasmanian aboriginals were violently attacked, they were killed violently, with the women and children being murdered in the most violent ways. The British Empire killed over 90% of the population. This caused the extinction of the Tasmanian black aboriginals. This is absolutely disgusting. The British Empire literally caused the genocide and extinction of a black nation because of money, power, and hatred. And what? We must forgive and forget a whole extinction of a people they say. Never this is disgusting. This is never taught in schools, never talked about, and always brushed under the carpet. All that is talked about and taught is the transatlantic slave trade and colonization. However, there has been way more atrocities, genocide, slavery done to black aboriginals and African people, which is literally unknown and brushed under the carpet. I am so tired of them only talking and teaching about selective incidents and atrocities in history as if those was the only things done to black aboriginals and black African people. There has been so much genocide, slavery, extinction, destruction of culture, brainwashing, rape, cannibalism, stealing done to one group of people, the Negroed people. Literally nearly every ethnic group, nation in every continent, Asia, Europe, America, have had involvement in the enslavement and genocide of black aboriginal people and black Africans at some point in time. We as black aboriginals of this earth need to dig deep and learn more about our history. Never forget the genocide, extinction of the Tasmanian people. Thank you. Now we've all heard that the government is going to be hiring 86,000 IRS agents and they actually just put out the guidelines for what to expect and what these IRS agents can do. So let's go ahead and take a look at this. So here's a list right here. Let's take a look. Major duties adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially maintaining honesty and integrity. Work a minimum of 50 hours per week, which may include on call 24 seven. Maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. These people are collecting taxes. Why do they need that? But hold on, it gets better. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. We're talking about taxes. And I'm not even gonna read the last one because at this point, if it's not blatantly clear that the government's against you, then I can't help you any further. They're sitting here passing gun laws against us because we're the unsafe ones, but then we're gonna go ahead and give guns to people who basically just collect money. That's what they do, but they are allowed to have guns and use deadly force if necessary. Let's get real here. And oh, by the way, if you're still watching the video up until this point, I posted a video earlier today with Tulsi Gabbard talking about what's going on in the government and how they're basically weaponizing things that they shouldn't be weaponizing. And I talked about how we should come together as a people to realize what's going on so that we can take the power back in the government. TikTok didn't like that, so they shadow banned the video. So if we can go ahead and screw over TikTok and you guys could go like that video, I'd really appreciate it because this country stands for freedom, not communism. America goes down because of a global nature of economics and the value of the dollar as the currency of favor. When that dollar goes, the whole world that has been dependent on trade and commerce with America 
will go down as well. What kind of loss are you and we suffering because you refuse to accept the knowledge of the time and act in accord with it? Women tend to believe, especially black women, tend to believe that they are the only victims all the time. And they are constantly playing and engaging in this in these dialogues from a space of victimization. Uh, a black woman can almost always, you can almost always count on her positioning him, herself as the victim in a situation that's addressing it. And she's never, um, she's rarely, not never, but you'll find just generally speaking, you'll find that um, she tends to struggle to recognize how she can also be the villain, right? How she can also be the perpetrator, how her engagement creates discommunity or creates conflict in the situation, right? So that's unfortunately, I think, the starting point for a lot of our black women. And I get it. Historically, traditionally, there's Malcolm X saying, you know, uh, black women are the most disrespected group on the planet. But what happens in the in the reason why these type of conversations are necessary is because black women are not the only double minorities. Black men are also a double minority, even though we tend to not describe it in that way. But you do have some sociologists who agree. Um, and I'm one of them. Black is no longer the reserve currency. Let's say tomorrow they're just like dollars done. Uh, people that hold dollars are are screwed. So these Central and South American countries that are dollarized are all just belly up. Yeah, well, they, they, they eventually will do what they did in Venezuela, where the currency is completely worthless. And, you know, every every couple of weeks they pass a massive increase in the minimum wage. But it doesn't mean anything because their, their money's not worth anything. Um, uh, hyperinflation is the logical result of, of this kind of stuff. The, the reason it hasn't happened in the United States is that we are tremendously wealthy. And, and we have we have things that no Latin American country has in terms of of physical assets and wealth and and the resilience of our infrastructure. I'm actually surprised that that we haven't gotten that point already. And you realize that for all of the, the darkness and the things that the government has tried to do to stop the economy, um, there's a lot of entrepreneurship in our country. There's a lot of innovation. There's a lot of people that work their butts off to make sure that there still is food on the on the grocery store shelves. I thought it would be worse, but I'm yeah, yeah, uh, it's supposed to get really bad in the next few months, but it's supposed to get really bad a year after a year a year from now or so. Yeah. So well, they're saying the fall harvest is going to be brutal, but then next year is where it really gets scary. Yeah, there's there's a there's a cascading effect on all this stuff because you you have you have the green agenda, you have um, energy shortages, you have um, all of the farmers and truckers and the whole distribution chain. Think about the millions of people between you and your next meal that you don't know. You don't know anything about these guys. Um, they have all been affected by what we've done over the last two years. And and the question is, did we break the supply chain, or is it resilient? And, and I've been impressed by the resiliency of it, but um, one piece in that in, infinitely complex puzzle shuts things down. And, and maybe it's energy, the most obvious thing, but it, it could be anything, and we don't even understand what it is. 
Collapse. Investors around the world join the sell-off in bonds and stocks and begin to purchase commodities. Unlike the panic of 2008, this time commodities are seen as the only safe haven from the dollar crisis. 11.30 a.m. New York. The Dow falls 1,700 points since reopening. Trading is halted for at least two hours. The Federal Reserve injects $200 billion into the markets and announces that QE4 will be delayed until further notice. Congress is called back to D.C. for an emergency joint session. Some members of Congress are saying that they consider China's statement a financial attack. 12 p.m. Main Street America. Several cities begin to see civil unrest after grocery stores are forced to close. Traffic in the streets and violence break out. The president puts the National Guard on alert for a possible deployment onto U.S. streets if things don't get under control soon. Several news agencies are reporting injuries at grocery chains and call for the authorities to do something before it gets worse. 12.15 p.m. Toronto, Canada. George Soros tells CNBC that Iran treasuries is imminent and that there is nothing the government can do to stop it. He says it is unfortunate that a controlled decline of the dollar was not coordinated better over the years. Today really could have been avoided if not for the Tea Party politicians who demanded fiscal responsibility and a constitutional government. 3 p.m. Gold closes at 11.53 for the day at $4,053 per ounce. Silver closes at $173 per ounce. The president announces that due to civil unrest in some areas of the country, U.S stock markets will remain closed for the rest of the day. With the exception of mining and other inflation-related stocks, the majority of U.S. stocks are down significantly due to the sell-off and flight to safety in commodities. The Federal Reserve announces that it will begin to purchase U.S. treasuries and stocks in order to stabilize the markets. But this only feeds investors' fears of a full-blown treasury run and collapse of the dollar. 6 p.m. Asia. Asian markets begin a massive sell-off. Dollar collapse rumors begin to take hold of the markets. CNBC Asia looks into a possible comics default and complete breakdown in the U.S. economy. Gold spikes in Asia, up 17.50 in the first complete hour of trading. Gold is now at 58.03. 7 p.m., gold and silver bullion dealers across the world have suspended all sales due to no inventory. A comics default is now expected. Several central bank representatives propose a freeze on currency markets and a fixed devaluation of the U.S. dollar in order to calm investors. 7.30 p.m., the United States. The sun sets on America. In the last 12 hours, the world has changed. Americans are glued to their televisions taking a crash course on a deboshed currency. Smoke from fires in the cities have put a dark cloud over the nation. 7.45, the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve announces it will inject $1.5 trillion into the markets in order to stop any further decline in stocks. 7.55 p.m., OPEC. The final nail in the coffin. OPEC nations halt oil trades. We have seen the loss of trust in the dollar and the euro and the pound as the currencies in which you can carry out transactions, hold deposits or assets. And that is why step by step we are moving away from the use of these unreliable compromised currencies. And incidentally, even the U.S.'s allies are decreasing the assets denominated in dollars steadily. That is what the statistics tells us. The volume of transactions in dollars and the assets, everything is being decreased. To be pointing to the coming digital currency, how are they going to get people's buy-in for this? Oh, well, that's quite easy. Uh, if you uh, advise people 
as a government uh, to go to the App Store and uh, download the Fed wallet and you tell people there will be $10 on the Fed wallet. Uh, once you downloaded it, everybody will jump on it. And actually in Ukraine, we have seen something like this. Uh, this uh, there was the start uh, last month of an e-wallet in which the government advised people you can download this e-wallet and you can get subsidies, uh, but only if you're vaccinated. So you see this merger of, uh, well, uh, e-money, electronic money, digital money, but only if you well behave. So this reminds me on the China system where the credit score is, uh, well, is used in, in a way to uh, take away part of your freedom if you don't behave well. And this, this is what can happen now in the West as well. Water shortage in New York, what to do? Hey team, stop scrolling. This is important for your family. Thousands of New Yorkers have just found out that their water contains toxic levels of arsenic. City officials have known for weeks, but have kept quiet. So, no clean water for families. What would you do? Maybe it's time to get a water filter like our Berkey up above. Click on my picture and follow for more. Water shortage in New York, what to do? Hey team, so Russia is now becoming the first country to break ties with the Antarctic Treaty. Russia is now stating there is an entire continent under the Antarctic ice. They are now saying there is fresh water, lakes, rivers, and civilizations up under the ice in the Antarctic. Now what the fuck made Russia just come out here and disclose something that we all knew because all these countries can't agree on nothing, but they can agree on keeping everybody in the world out of Antarctica. And I'll tell you why. They know everything that we've ever been told is a lie. Everything is a lie. And now Russia. But see, but, but Russia, you've been in on it. You've been keeping quiet now. Why, just because you mad now? Now you want to expose them? It's an agenda. This is a distraction. This is a distraction, even though this, this is true. Why now? Why come forward with the information at this particular moment? Why? Is it to distract us or is it to get us to say, oh, since most people already believe in a civilization and these aliens is about to pop up, well, maybe we can just get them all to believe it. Maybe we can just get it, get it that way. Why now is the question. Why would you break this treaty and tell the world, we know it's a truth, but why? An entire civilization is under the ice. So you know that there's life forms. Same thing I've been telling people. And now Russia has broken its silence and has confirmed advanced civilization up under the ice. But I say again, why now? You don't find that suspicious? Why would you tell us now what's about to happen that they want us, they want this to be the big story and distract us away from what's happening. You notice, right? It ain't been no hurricanes in Florida and South Carolina, you know, but now they surrounded by five of them. 
What is it that's about to happen that they want to distract us from that Russia just came out with this major announcement? People in Russia and China are not sitting around doing identity politics. As I said at the time, they're getting ready. And now you're starting to see the Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, talked only days ago about how the purpose of what they're doing in Ukraine is to push America out of Eastern Europe and it is to end the American global dominance in the world. That's what people want. And make no mistake about it, they're coming for what we have. And I've tried to make this point to people over and over and over again. We don't live in some magical rainbow-colored world in which everyone wants to live happily and, and trade and whatever. Yes, that's part of it. But there are, there are a lot of people in the world who just want what we have. And they're coming. People in Russia... This Ohio Police Department released body cam that shows 30-year police veteran Ricky Anderson with a canine in one hand shooting and killing 20-year-old Donovan Lewis who was woken up by them knocking on the door getting out of bed following their commands, armed with a vape pen. Columbus police are the same police department that December of 2020 killed 23-year-old Casey Goodson, armed with a bag of Subway sandwiches for his grandmother himself and his five-year-old little brother walking in his front door. Three weeks later, they killed Andre Hill, armed with a cell phone getting out of his car. Columbus, Ohio is also the police department that killed 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant. They shot her four times. Columbus, Ohio is a little less than a two-hour drive away from Akron, Ohio, where Akron police shot and killed unarmed Jalen Walker over 60 times. It'd be free to choose while also trying to dictate its choices. The U.S. ordered African nations, and I use that word with caution, the U.S ordered African nations to respect Western sanctions and not buy Russian oil. But the U.S. gave a free pass to Europe to violate the very same rules and keep buying Russian gas. African countries are calling out this hypocrisy. This is what South Africa said last week. We will not be bullied into taking sides. The U.S. needs to stop patronizing others. The same message came from Rwanda. I told the U.S. to respect its sovereignty. Back in the month of June, the head of the African Union said the very same thing. He met Vladimir Putin in the city of Sochi. He praised Africa's relations with Russia and asked the U.S. to lift sanctions. In the month of April, the United Nations General Assembly held a vote, a vote to suspend Russia from the Human Rights Council. Do you know how many African countries voted for this resolution? Only 10 out of 54. Nine countries opposed the resolution and 35 others abstained or were absent. This is a serious snub to the United States and it wasn't the first one. In the month of March this year, when the UNG held a vote calling upon Russia to withdraw troops from Ukraine, 17 African countries abstained from voting against Moscow. What explains all of this? Is it the food and fuel shortage that Western sanctions have triggered in Africa or is it the patronizing attitude of Western countries towards Africa? The answer, perhaps, is a mix of both. You see, African nations are tired of being pawns in global struggles. They're tired of being told what to do and suffer the repercussions of decisions that are not theirs. The last Cold War left them frozen in time. It turned their continent into a battlefield, a staging ground for the East and the West. The 1960 Congo crisis, the 1966 Namibian War of Independence, the 1975 Angolan Civil War, the 1977 War in Ethiopia. They were all a result of the battle between the U.S. and the Soviet Union, a battle between capitalism and communism. 
These wars claimed millions of African lives, cost untold amounts of money, and hindered Africa's growth. This time, African states are wary of repeating that mistake. As are several other countries. India, for instance, it has refused to tow America's line. In the last Cold War, India pursued the policy of non-alignment, non-adherence to either side. This time, India is pursuing a policy of multi-alignment, a series of parallel relationships that strengthen multilateral ties. Meaning, India is taking decisions based solely on its own national interest, not on how other governments are going to perceive those decisions. And just like the last time, Latin America is on board with India in making these calls. Take Mexico, for instance. A few days back, the Mexican president said that he was going to submit a proposal to the United Nations, a proposal to create a commission for world truce. And he said this commission would remain for five years, and it should include Prime Minister Modi of India, Pope Francis, and United Nations Secretary General. These should be the members. He said this commission is required so that governments can dedicate themselves to supporting their own people instead of fighting other people's wars. The message is loud and clear. This is not the 20th century. The times have changed. The U.S. cannot bully others into taking sides. It cannot be oblivious to their interests and then issue lectures on morality. The U.S. set out to isolate Russia in this war through economic sanctions and political pressure. It's not making much progress. Europe faces a tough winter ahead. The world is suffering food shortages. Russia too is suffering, but it's far from isolated, let alone defeated. When the peasants get fed up with this stuff, and I'm talking about here in the United States, with Biden last night calling half the country domestic terrorists, you've got. Now, Trudeau yesterday said that um, the reason that people were upset with politicians is because of mental illness caused by global warming. Yeah, it's because of the weather. When this dam breaks, it's going to be global. Yeah, it's not going to be an isolated event. It'll be Europe. It'll be it'll be China. primarily the West. Yes. And so, but yes. it'll have repercussions. It may be China world, too. So, it may be China too. The people are refusing to pay their mortgages in China. Water crisis, power outage, civil unrest. What do we do next? Hey team, some of my followers have been asking what I'm doing about these things. So here is my answer. I'm getting in as much food, clean water, medication power supplies as I can to keep my family safe and healthy if supplies shut down. I'm building cash flow from online sources. I'm moving my cash outside the banking system. I don't want my family stuck in a disaster zone just because my income is in the middle of it. My goal is for my family to be mobile. Maybe it's time to give thought to your preparations. What do you have to lose? Click on my pick and and quits her job. Strawman Know your rights. The consequences of me being here today um, is that I will be resigning from Victoria Police, effective the end of this interview, because the consequences of me coming out publicly um, would be dismissal. So I'm choosing to quit, and I'm quitting because I can't remedy in my soul anymore the way in which my organisation that I love to work for is being used, and the damage that it's causing. Um, in the reputation of Victoria Police and the damage that it's causing to the community. I've seen 
officers nationwide enforcing tyrannical orders against the people. And I'm hoping I'm hoping it's the minority of officers, but I'm not sure anymore because every time I turn on the television, every time I turn, I look to the internet, I'm seeing people arrested or cited for going to church, for traveling on the roadways, for going surfing, opening their businesses, going to the park with their families. We need to start looking at ourselves as officers and thinking, is what I'm doing right? We don't get to violate people's constitutional rights because somebody in our chain of command tells us otherwise. We're violating people's rights and taking money from them or even worse, arresting them and depriving them of their freedom when they are exercising their constitutional rights. Share this video right now. They've muted the sound. Have y'all heard? So about two weeks ago, I met a man who had gone to prison for hacking. And he kind of shared with me that he has now been contracted by the Federal Reserve to consult on the rollout of the digital dollar. And what they decided to do was allocate $500 million in digital currency and give $100 a month to people who live in the projects for the next two years. And the thought process behind this is if black people can learn how to use the digital dollar, then they'll roll it out to the rest of the world. Because they know that in order for something to reach mass adoption, the black community has to adopt it. California, we need to get you a generator now. Get you some fuel now. They're literally telling you what they're going to do. If they're telling you there's going to be rolling blackouts and your power grid is weak right now and you, it's, it's going into a heat wave over there, listen, get you generators now. Get them now. Get you some water. Get you some food. Get you some protection. Immediately. You guys are the first. Not the last. But the first to feel what's coming. Huh? Can you tell me what I did wrong? Okay. Shut your car. What I do wrong? Shut your car. Come on. Shoot me. Shut your car. You want to shoot me? All you have to do is drive up. What's what I was doing? What was I doing? What was I doing? My hands in the air. My hands in the air. Shoot me. to comply with the shoot, lawful shoot order. Me. My hands in I'm the air. I'm not gonna shoot you, but you're not gonna move those. Siri, why am I single? Maybe if you'd stop being a stupid bitch and reply to the people that actually show interest in you instead of chasing someone that you know is gonna break your heart. Okay. Just greater than ever, 
Some say it's time for the military to change its policy of barring homosexuals from enlisting. Well, joining us today from the Pentagon is General Robert McBrayer. Thank you for coming. My pleasure, Brandon. General, the military has been easing restrictions on enlistment in almost every area, on criminals, uh, older veterans, even those with serious medical conditions. Why not gays? Gay people are different, Brandon. Under no circumstances can we put America's homosexuals in danger. But the homosexuals themselves are demanding the right to serve their country in the time of war. Gays of America are the only group left untouched by war. They're special, pure and rare, like a gleaming diamond or a snow-white colt. We must protect them. Well, has this always been the goal? It has been the solemn oath of every man in uniform to lay down his life in defense of America's precious, precious homosexuals. How many soldiers' lives is the life of one gay man worth? Seven. General, tell us. And someone, this guy put this together, vax. I think, what's his name, Milk Bar TV? Mm-hmm. So this is very funny. So he shows people saying things like that, and then they show him getting COVID. So let's watch it and laugh, and let's have fun. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have it. These vaccinations. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. When, when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci says he has COVID again. Oh! If you've done the right thing and gotten vaccinated, you deserve the freedom to be safe from COVID-19. And this morning, I learned I, I tested positive for COVID-19 oh. as well. So all of us a part of widespread vaccine programs, no one is safe. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has tested positive for COVID-19. If you are vaccinated, you are protected. They are effective. Vice President Kamala Harris has announced that she's tested positive for COVID-19. With three doses that you'll be prevented, not just from serious illness, but from getting this virus, this Omicron variant, and therefore giving it to others. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is in quarantine for seven days after testing positive to COVID. So I'm fully vaccinated. It gives me some comfort. Uh, The fact that that's there, not for myself so much, but the people I'm coming into contact with. Anthony Albanese has just tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, Having received two doses of AstraZeneca, it's a very effective vaccine protection from symptomatic illness and therefore (laughs) risk of transmission to others. It is great that companies have developed safe and effective vaccines. No. uh, But we can't seem to make them quickly and Safe and effective. Well, I think the point of this video mosh mashup is to speak to their level of effectiveness. So I knew this. So that's why I was against mandates because I had on a, the guy who invented the mRNA vaccine technology on my show. And he told me that there's no way we can vaccinate our way out of this pandemic. So I knew that over a year ago before they started wanting to mandate vaccines. I knew this. And why? Because it's a leaky vaccine. What does that mean? What's a leaky vaccine? That means that it doesn't stop you from contracting the virus. It doesn't stop you from spreading it. In fact, Fauci has said everyone's going to get it. So if everyone's going to get it, who do you care if you get it from a vaccinated person or an unvaccinated person?
Kanye, get out. Exposing the sample, call him Kanye West. America gonna be destroyed. No doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction. Should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance. Hear the bravery in my voice. You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words make America great again, all it means is make blacks and Latino slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, boom, clicking the teacup. Yeah, learning you're a slave. Mom turning in her grave. Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off the America mage. was great when they stole the land from the natives. It was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships. It was great when they prospered our free labor. It was great when burning our bodies was sweet savor. It was great when they could rape our women at will. It was great when they did our children like Emmett Till. It was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses. It was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in hate? Then wear a hat that says you want to make America great. Your character's fake. Saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat him. He told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat him. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket dropped. Evil cerebral and rapid thoughts. The aftershock. You started tweaking off acid drops. High as an astronaut. I bet this shit happened to Travis Scott. Watch the throne. You really sold yourself a dream. It seems the people high as up got the lowest self-esteem. You made back on the road to hell. You should be wearing the hat that said you sold for sale. Look at all this backlash hate. First you backstab hoes, then you backstab Drake. MK Ultra eye stuck in your mouth wide. This ain't the same kumbaya from the south side. America was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers. It was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Deacon, AKA Five Lords, Kari. All praise you, how about Shimei Oshai? Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about, and now this, this ain't the land of our rest, all right? We under curses, we Israelites. They not for us, man.